we have as quote-unquote adults versus what we thought of those things when we were younger. Yeah, I have a good one for that. Yeah, I broke my heart last week. Well, see, I'm always very careful with that. Like, Olivia, always like, what's your watch this movie? I don't want to ruin the thing I have with that movie. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. I thought I'd play. That's why I've only watched one episode of Power Rangers. But you can't, you just can't watch Power Rangers. Can't do it. It's racist and it's bad. Yeah. Like if it was like good Not and Jimmy. racist, you'd be like, hey. uh, um. So, pop up quarantine, do does revisiting movies. Carl, what's yours? Kind of I'm gonna be that guy and just do like missing the the NHL, but I'll, actually, you know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna do TikTok because uh, it annoys Liz so much. Got it. Cool. Are we rolling? Oh, it's been we're, recording. Yeah, we're, we're always rolling. <laughs> Welcome to the Bit Players Bits Per Second podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Carl. I'm Ken. <laughs> I'm Devin. And I'm Tim. Tim, back from the dead. Damn right. After, what is it, two years without podcasting? No, I've been on more recently than that. I think I've been on the podcast post being a bit player. Oh, maybe. Somewhere in there. Just a friend of the pod. Yes. <laughs> this is our podcast where we talk about all the things that are going on. Um kind of you guys get to know us behind the scenes get to see what it's like to actually hang out with a bit player newsflash it's disappointing <laughs> um so we are going to start off we always have a bunch of topics everyone brings one um kimmy what are your quarantine do's and don'ts well i have uh quite a few but i'm going to start with social needs um i'm going to say number one celebrities stop making annoying posts, stop using the hashtag stay home. You're not uh, like, what gives you the right to tell us, we the people, the American people, what to do. Just stop, stop, stop. You can't relate to us. Um, That's my number one social media don't. Also, stop tagging each other in each other's stories because I've been seeing the same story like over and over and over again. Like if you're gonna do the same story as one of your friends, change it up a little bit. Take a new camera angle, make a new video. That people want fresh content. I agree with that. You need a little, uh, a little bit of uh, consideration when you're going to create content, and uh, if everyone's going to say the same thing as you the same the next day, like how's that going to reflect back on you? I mean, you better be the one posting the story first, or else you know you're going to get negative views pretty much. Oh, one more thing that reminds me. Um, and I've experienced this myself. If you post something on Instagram and it gets like very, very abysmal likes, you know it's really bad because everyone's on their phone looking at it. Like I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a funny post that I did on this past Monday, myself as a man. I'm like, this is going to be a guaranteed, maybe triple digit like. And it wasn't an abysmal amount of likes. So I'm still contemplating taking it down. And this is we'll from last week. So that kind of brings like an etiquette question. Like, how often do you post something and delete it or does everything or do i just leave everything to the ether as a general rule like see what happens so um i i don't usually delete things but i still think about posts that i've made like two years ago that got like you know a really just depressing amount of likes that i still wonder if i should delete them or not um and now that i have all the time on my hands 
Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, but- Devin, what about you? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I recently just did on my Instagram a a purge of mm-hmm. about of just a you know hundred posts, and it had nothing to do with the likes. It was just a personal relation to it. Yeah, yeah right. I, the way I see it is once you you know I, pictures like me freshman year of college just being stupid, and I no longer relate to that person. I think it's a great picture. I have it saved somewhere, but I t- took it down. But I think you know once you put it out there, own it. You know, if it's if it's if it's like a if it's a joke you're doing, like own it and just if you get seven likes on it, <laughs> ride that wave. <laughs> I've I've definitely gone through my Facebook. Like it brings up your memories. Mm. You said this five years ago, and I sometimes get ashamed of myself of what oh, I said yeah. five years ago. So I click on that and go, what else did I say on that day five years ago? And just start deleting, 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 deleting <laughs> things. I can't even tell you one. It's stupid things are like when you just started drinking, I'm waking up, oh, hungover, just wanted everyone to know. And that's it. I'm like, I, why do you say things like this? I recently, I recently had a really interesting one. It popped up in my memories. Like, here's your memory from 10 years ago. Or... 11 years ago, whatever it was. And it's like this back and forth, like Facebook status, like standoff that I'm having with like a girl that I'm breaking up with. Where it's going back and forth, like having the best time with the best friends ever. Love my life. And I couldn't ask for a better life. It's like, oh my God, what was I doing? And those I deleted because it was like, and there was no point to those. Those were just like me picking a fight as like a, you know, a young. 25 year old (laughs) (laughs) but i I think in relation to the to like the quarantine that we're all in with you know going back to kimmy's original topic you know i i have a firm belief that right now we're in a renaissance as a as as a society you know the way that you know everything came out and you know the the, during the plague you know things that came out i truly believe that it somehow humanity survived another 400 years they're gonna be looking at the content created now as like representation yeah. So I say own it. Own, own this renaissance of content. Oh, there are podcasts we've done where I'm like, oh, uh, like the live one we did where I just like got drunk on speaker <laughs> for two hours. Yeah. That, <laughs> when, 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 the, when, when the apes rise up and take over, that's, that's going to be their, that's going to be their, their point of reference for humanity. Jerry. <laughs> drunk. They're gonna, well, they're going to be like, this is high art. Yeah. <laughs> They wind up worshiping drunk Jared podcasting as their form of artistic God. Yeah. Dude, how, how good would it be if like future generations worship me like Baal? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Kim, any other, any other definite social media don'ts? Um, oh yeah. That the 10 thing challenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I just, I'm running out of people to like tag in them. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm retagging people like, like the whole like 10 push up thing or, or, or the first photo thing. I don't have anyone anymore that I can ta- actually, Jared, can I tag you in any more challenges that I get? Sure. I haven't done That's one. Sweet. No, it's not true. I did the, um, I did the senior photo one today. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cause they were especially embarrassing. I saw those and I did not realize that was you. I was like, who the hell is that? That's Jared. <laughs> what? He has so much hair on his head. <laughs> I had hair and I was fatter. So it's like, I lose like 
all my weight in hair. Mine is the complete opposite. I am super skinny and very pale with no beard. And it is the most embarrassing picture. My mom still has it up in her living room. I'm like, can you please take it down? (laughs) And she's just like, well, when you get married, I'll replace it. And I'm like, so so that's why I'm marrying Liz so I can get the picture down. Just to get the picture taken away. (laughs) That's some mom leverage right there. That's uh, really flexing her position. (laughs) Speaking of which, I got, had a lovely text exchange with your mom today. You did. I was in that message thing and I just let it happen. (laughs) Yeah. Just having a lovely conversation while I'm sitting on the toilet with your mom. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to hear that and go, oh, good. And picture that every time she talks to you now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, because she listens to every word and then she's like, give me ideas. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should do a mom cast where like all the moms come on and tell everybody how the big players have disappointed them (laughs) i uh i I will i'll put in my two weeks at the bits for that no i won't it's it's gonna be a fun one see what happens with that (laughs) anybody else have any real do's and don'ts like what's something positive so it's like a lot of stuff we don't like that people are doing what's something positive you've seen i i honestly just like anything that anyone's doing as far as sharing whatever creative thing they're working on even if it's not meant to be like i'm releasing an album for other people uh yeah. just like feeling comfortable expressing themselves online in a way that it seemed like a lot of people weren't when they weren't given this opportunity to mm-hmm. justify it because i think that's a thing a lot of people myself included run into is am i justified in deciding to share this with people right now and there's always that barrier of is it good enough and i feel like a lot of people right now are seeing this as a chance to just throw it out there and be like, well, I'm just doing it because it's the quarantine, but it gives them an opportunity to feel justified and to get reactions. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. So, I agree so even if you suck, show your, you know, show yourself online playing an instrument, show, show the thing you wrote, you know, anything like that, show the picture you're working on or the skill you're developing. And uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, there's been like this huge uptick, obviously, and like, you know, people going live, you know, bands and musicians, Yes. You know, which is, you know, uh, it's cool. And, you know, obviously, you know, it's like, I, I think there, there needs to be a fine line, though, that the don't is, you know, you don't need to go live every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, I do There's... watch Justin Bieber's live every day. Yeah, but that's different. You need yeah, to. I mean, because, because I think that I could, re- I, I try to request to be in it every day because I think that I can. <laughs> that's I what I've been doing with Tom Segura's. Uh, yeah. Tom Segura, whenever he goes live and he actually will, like people will request and he'll go on with them. And he'll be like, hey man, how's it going? And I'm like, I want to do this. So I'm like consistently hitting request. Did I hit request? Yeah, I hit request. Why isn't he requesting me? You know what they always say, Tom Segura is the, the Justin Bieber of comedy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on like swing state senators. Yeah. Whenever they go live. It's like, oh, hey, how's it going, Senator? How's it going, Senator? Like we, we all have such like, such like weird motives and Jared's is so altruistic to like, <laughs> I'm like, I want to see Justin Bieber I was like trying to like progress my comedy career. And Jared's like, I want to change things. I want to, make- <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm gonna do a lot for Ted Cruz. I don't think he's going to listen to me. I just want to put an eggplant emoji after he calls my name and then like walk out of the chat room. <laughs> alas, alas. Um, one thing, I mean, something, I don't know. I know it comes up with every generation because at first there were chain letters, 
then there were chain emails and there were chain chat room things. This like, here are 10 things about me thing. Like doesn't, I want to criticize people, what people are doing because if that, that's how they're getting through this. That's how they're getting through it. Cool. But maybe don't put all your personal information, like your first pet's name, your parents' <laughs> names, like all that shit on the internet, because that's literally how they get your password hints. Yeah. Like, my password is not my dog because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> but my password's actually your dog. <laughs> that makes sense. She's beautiful. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I also find myself uh, crying a lot during um, like 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 very positive stories that people share. Like I just find myself like weeping. You know, like 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 I don't know if it's because it's, it's a lack of interaction with people, but like the littlest like sweet thing will make me bawl my eyes out. Yeah, I like can. any any positive story. You know what gets me with those is um, the I don't want to I don't like, I don't think it's called like the comeback, but like when people come home or they they they're seeing someone they haven't seen in years, and you like the military ones, those ones get me. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just like, I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> you know, even <laughs> when when like a guy uh, loses his dog, and then the they they find the dog and then he rushes home and then they get the reaction of him and the dog. Like, Oh my God. And I'm just like, okay. Or the, uh, this is my dog's last day. Oh, it's just like, I just, I just like grab my dog. I'm like, do you get every time? (laughs) Is that I have to put it on Instagram? (laughs) Oh man. I don't want Instagram to know I'm not tough. That's right. All right, so those are your do's and don'ts. So, uh, Tim Brick. What's up? A lot of time on our hands, spend a lot of time in our own houses, staring at ourselves in the mirror. What are you watching? What are you revisiting? So, I'm doing a, I'm basically watching a boatload of movies, and I'm jumping back and forth between those movies that I wanted to see, never got around to, and then revisiting some things, whether they're because Olivia hasn't seen them or because... I just want a different perspective because I watched them when I was a teenager and had a different mind. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really curious about what everyone's watching that they're revisiting and, and that relationship between your perspective on something before and now, and whether that influences whether you choose to not rewatch something. Um, personally, myself, I recently revisited The Godfather. I revisited Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original 1990 uh, or 91, somewhere around there movie, yeah. uh, and a few others. But... Um, those were the two big ones for me recently because they, they're they kind of the opposite end of the film spectrum from one another. And uh, they both held up and in completely different ways. And it was very interesting to see how as a quote unquote adult mind, I was able to uh, like the Godfather to me when I first saw it as like a, like probably like 15 years old was something that I knew was supposed to be special. And I watched it being like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But like you can never really fully get that kind of mature adult perspective on things uh, at that age. And so it was nice reflecting back upon it and seeing something completely different. And the same thing happened with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But um, man, fuck computers because those turtle outfits were still dope as shit. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Those turtle costumes are um, like among the best. Like they're obviously fake. These are obviously not six feet, tur- six foot turtles. What? I'm sorry. I ruined Santa <laughs> one day, one episode. I weren't. I ruined that's, Ninja Turtles. That's right. They, they don't have flippers. They're tortoises. Yeah. Damn it. Um, but they 
they're so realistic and emotive and like the, the, the they were Muppets. It was, was it Frank Oz that did the costumes? Uh, it was definitely Jim Henson's company. I don't know if Frank Oz personally was, I would assume so. Yeah. So that, uh, it's good though. That holds up though. Yeah. So I'm wondering like what, what has there, has there been anything that any of you have revisited in quarantine so far, whether it was a movie or a TV show or anything else? Carl? I'm, I've been revisiting the show Lost. Mm. I was obsessed with that show when it first came out. Um, I rewatched every season before the new season started. And then um, Liz has never seen Lost before. So I was like, <clears throat> since we got all this time, um, we are going to watch the full series of Lost. And it's nice to go back and look at everything and just go, this is just as good as I remember. There are a couple things that I'm just like, ah, oh, I forgot that was in this. I didn't like that. But I like seeing her reactions as a new, as new eyes, just like, oh, that's exactly how I felt when I saw that. Um, but yeah, Lost is, it was just, a, it, it, I think it held up from 2005 uh, or 2000 four i think 2003 on. yeah it was 2004 because it, it was the same year that the red sox uh wound up winning yeah and i think the only thing that didn't hold up in that show was the sexism from sawyer <laughs> character where he's like hey freckles or hey genghis khan and you're like oh my god oh like back then you're like oh that's funny and then now you're like oh my god he shouldn't be saying any of those things well luckily this company this country has moved past sexism and racism <laughs> absolutely yeah yes. We're in a post-sexism country. It's very right. 2004 network racism. On, on yeah, that. yeah. And the way he talks to women, hey freckles, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> um, I had my heart broken by a rewatch. What um, was it? So, I'm a huge Prince fan. Uh oh. And I, I name my kickball team after Prince. Like I wear, I have like 15. Prince t-shirts that I've pirated. Um, I, my wife had never seen Purple Rain. We watched it and it sucks. Like it yeah. doesn't. And, and it's, it's not like it's bad, but like it's like guys hitting women. Like mm. the women are just treated like absolute garbage. And he's just like, oh, well, you know, his dad hits women. So he learned it from his dad. It's like, it's like supposed to be like 25 in this movie like he should know not to hit women not that it would be okay if he was 16 and hitting women but like if it's like a coming of age story and like oh my god i'm becoming my father i'm so sorry it's like nope just we hit women in this movie and it's just it's it's not great and Mm -hmm. there's weird nudity too like i like (laughs) don't get me wrong i like nudity it's great um what qualifies as weird nudity? <laughs> so, like, he gets Apollonia to jump in the fake, the fake uh, Lake Minnetonka, and it's like, oh, here, look, she's naked jumping in, and it's like, oh, you knew this was in the lake. It's like, we're in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. We didn't need tits yet. <laughs> I disagree. So- That's what gets me into movies. Right at the beginning, Freddy versus Jason, <laughs> they show within the first two minutes, and I was like, oh, you got me. I'm in. We need, a, we need a base plot first. We need a who, what, where before the nudity. Yeah. I just want to, I'm fine. With, and then the, but then the, the longest, most uncomfortable, this, the sex scenes are like so prince and acrobatic 
those hold up because you're like, this is exactly how Prince would fuck. <laughs> um, like, it's just so strange. But yeah, the the woman hitting and the gross misogyny is like very eighty four, nineteen eighty four. I think that sounds right. Um, feels right. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it was really sad that I uh, had to watch it again because now I'm sad that mm-hmm. I don't actually like Purple Rain. Anyone else? Anyone else had their heart broken? <laughs> Kimmy? Well, my heart wasn't broken, but um, I randomly watched the 1997 Spelling Bee uh, yesterday on, on ESPN um, with uh, two uh, kids, a, a guy and a girl. And I remember watching it, like, like when was 97? Was that 20 plus years ago? Yeah. I can't do math. I haven't used my brain in a long time. Anyhow, like, I remember watching it, and I, like, now I realize that their T-shirts were so big. Like, their T-shirts were basically like robes on the kids and like when when the girl like actually won like like she she knew she got uh the uh last word right and she was gonna win she was like screaming each letter like oh it was very very entertaining and a lot of uh, a lot of weird stuff going on with those two very very smart kids it made my day yeah steph and i've been watching um old jeopardies because they're on Netflix now, which is fantastic. Really? Yeah. So last I'm start night, gambling we watched, with people. We watched the 2002 college <laughs> championship. Oh, it's new. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sorry. That was we a plot of fresh print episode. Yeah. It looked like it was like 40 years ago. It was 2002. I mean, granted, <laughs> that's 18 years ago, but like that's a year I remember. That was my freshman year of college. And the year I graduated high school. Yeah. We're watching a lot of NHL highlights, and it has made me sadder and sadder over the past couple of weeks. And this is the worst thing I would ever do. I wouldn't recommend it. Just want to throw that out there. Speaking of heartbroken. <laughs> so uh, Carl is not recommending being sad. Yeah, don't 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 watch sports highlights if you really miss sports. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I was that's what I've been I've been watching. I've been watching all this all this baseball stuff and, and Red Sox highlights. And, you know, it's like this full game online. Yeah. And, you know, I, I picked the, I picked the good games, you know, and, and I, just, I just relive, uh, you know, cause I've, I've always wondered what it'd be like, you know, cause when the Red Sox won in 2004, I was nine years old and I was like, I'm, I'm, that's like, I'm young and perky. Um, I'm so old. <laughs> and so I was, I've, I've always thought, yeah, I've always thought, you know, what, what would it be like to, to have been my, the age I am now with everything I know and the love that I have to watch it then. So I got, you know, projected it. Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it very vividly. Yeah. Yeah, that, was, that, was that was your junior year of college. If I'm doing my math right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. 21 years old. Yeah. I'm still like, sore. <laughs> I'm still like emotionally sore from game seven last year uh, for the <laughs> Bruins and that watching the highlights of them winning one, like winning the cups and winning going on to the next rounds. I'm like, why couldn't you do that last year? Like it just has me in mixed emotion city where I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> but to, uh, to, to properly answer brick, uh, you know, you know, topic and question, you know, I, I, we've been watching in, in my apartment, you know, I've been watching new movies every night, like movies we haven't seen or movies that 
one of us has seen showing the other person. So it's been a lot of new stuff, but we, I, you know, I, I, we did watch um, recently uh, Rookie of the Year. Oh shit! Henry Rowan Gardner, the kid who you know who's it? It was in an American Pie. Yeah, Kevin from American. You know he breaks his arm and he pitches for the Cubs, and it's crazy what what passed for humor when I was when I was eight. You know, I was like, like it's crazy. Gary Busey's like the hot, like the love interest in that in that movie. I know, <laughs> like he's hot in that movie. <laughs> like, like that's that's the sex symbol. Yeah, for like, like 1996. Yeah, they had a, the pitching coach in that movie is off his fucking rocker, and somehow Gary Busey's like the voice of reason. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel Stern. Yeah. So watching that was just that, that that didn't ruin it for me, but it's just like wow, like I really. I, I really let a lot slide when I was younger, you know, just wildly in- inaccurate too. Yeah, I've been watching, watch that, and then I'm been rewatching uh, on my own time, you know, at, at night. Uh, you know, I've been watching Game of Thrones for the first time, but also I've been rewatching a lot of um, the Twilight Zone. It's my favorite show. Oh, it's oh. great! My favorite show of all time, and, I, and I've been rewatching it. And every, you know, I rewatch it every couple of years. Once I, you know, every couple, you know, I'm, I'm not a smart person, but every couple of years I learn a little bit more about communism. And then when I watch Twilight Zone, I'm like, I get it. This is all an allegory for yeah. the Red Scare. I Basically. still don't know what communism is. Um, so you're still ahead of me there, Devin. That's what I, that's it's what I, anything to the left of Ted Cruz. <laughs> okay. If you don't, if you don't love dirt roads, and like punching people who ask if they can have a bite of that, then you're a communist. If you don't drink water straight from the hose, you're a communist. Okay. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> You've learned nothing about like political history from your well, girlfriend who is the history <laughs> teacher. Nope. But I we tend to make Devin spends 13 seconds talking about the Twilight Zone and you got it. I got it. Yeah. She hands me history books and goes, here. And I go, oh, I'm going to make funny videos. <laughs> communism for you. When the aliens that are coming to Earth, that's communism. <laughs> so wait, aliens are communists? <laughs> in oh, the, yeah. In the 50s, yeah. In the... Oh, hold on. thought you were making a joke, but you're being serious. In movies, aliens are the... Oh, okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to... Ooh, all right. I'm going to rewatch the movie, Paul. That's why Red, <laughs> Red Dawn jokes. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> What's up, Kim? Uh, so, uh, Devin, I've, I am also a, a big fan of, of Twilight, as you are, but I never noticed any communism in, in, in Twilight. Like, am I, am I missing something? Um, I, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid that there, we, we, might, we might have crossed wires there. Um, Twilight Zone, Kimmy? Uh, Twilight. <laughs> Twilight's just a bunch of good-looking people just looking gotcha. great. Gotcha. Well, no, there's overlap, but well, but she is, she is right though. If you really examine Twilight, you'll see that the vampires represent the people holding the capital, whereas the werewolves represent the rustic blue collar workers right. who are out there really grinding and showing off their chest hair. Well, there's you just whole, made Twilight interesting. Yeah. I want to rewatch those. There's a plot <laughs> Twilight with like the ancient vampire family in Italy, who's like who runs everything, you know, and. You know that's all. That's this is all oligarchical. You know. So the werewolves are just trying to seize the means of production, right? <laughs> Except for in Twilight, the means of production are washboard abs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> in Christian Stewart, the undecided voter. Man, those abs. <laughs> Batman Devin. abs now. 
Those are great. Uh, no, Devin, because have... Pattinson's the new Batman. Oh shoot! Yeah, I thought you were just talking about Batman in general. I was like, Psh, yeah, and yeah, no, I wasn't I mean, checking Batman out Batman in general, general. Has great abs. Yeah, um, Devin, the, have you seen the new Twilight Zone episodes? I watched uh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Peele uh, did, you know, did a reboot of the Twilight Zone. I watched the first two episodes that were free online, and I, I didn't watch anything after that. I thought they, you know, I thought I thought they looked great. I thought, yeah. And the plots were kind of, were kind of whatever. Um, it looked great, but I've been, that, that's something that's on my list to rewatch or to, to re, you know, revisit. I, I liked them all. I thought they were, it made me feel like I was what, because I, I loved the Twilight Zone when I was younger. My favorite one was the, the hospital, the plastic surgery. Yeah. The, with the wrapped face. And then um, oh, yeah. the, the librarian in the bank. And yeah. then the guy who's in the locked room. Those are my three favorite ones. The librarian in the bank was the one where he breaks his glasses, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I have Visceral. never, I, growing up, I always like, I mean, I still do. Like I, I like people and I always feel bad for like, whenever I saw like friends getting picked on, like I always felt really bad. And when I saw this guy in this, I was like, Oh, he just loves reading. And then he lost his glasses. I just felt so bad at the end of that episode. Well, here's it, my like, it still bothers me to watch it today. I'm just like, oh, this poor guy. <laughs> so the glasses represent communism. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, re, I rewatched that episode and I don't feel bad for him. He was kind of a dick the whole time. The beginning of the episode, He's all like, I just want to read my books because I read. I was like, yeah, most people read. <laughs> like, Especially in the 1960s. <laughs> yeah, there was not of it. Like, it was like, you either read or you stare at the radio, like in the 60s. Like, that's, that's what you did. Yeah. Oh, I have this radio. I can read. I have a TV the size of my iPhone screen that I can stare at. <laughs> or you drink a bowl of gin. That's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> or like some animal. They didn't have glasses thing. yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anything you've been revisiting, Kim? Uh, revisiting. Let's see. Well, um, I, I, I think I may have seen this movie before, but it just pretty much reminds me of like any '90s movie ever. And I forgot like the like how how the trailers to each movie went. Like, there's the same guy's voice. Like, so and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent. Like the movie. Um, Five thousand yeah. years ago. <laughs> The movie was called uh, The Roommate, and I'm pretty sure that I had seen it, like, maybe, again, 13-ish years ago. Uh, it's about the crazy college roommate um, with, with the brown hair girl. The Leighton Meese. Like, there, there was really, like, no plot to the movie. She was just, like, crazy. But, uh, yeah, just, like, the whole, like, like I mean, I think it was made in, in the early 2000s. But uh, I watched the trailer for it first, and it was just the whole, like... Uh, you think you know someone, and then you find out they're fucking crazy. Um, and who, who, who's ever guy's voice that is? I mean, he's Don he like, LaFontaine. Oh, John. Oh, was he the homeless guy? Like, like he. <laughs> no, he's the movie guy. He's the movie trailer guy that did all the trailers from like nineteen like seventy to like two thousand eight. Kimmy. Oh, okay. Guy, you're well, I thought there was a. Oh, God, God. Thinking of his name is Ted Williams. Honest to God. The homeless the, guy? The homeless guy that was that went viral on YouTube. Yeah, Teddy Bogan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Ted Williams. Oh, the he guy that worked boy. the guy that ended up like announcing for the Cleveland Cavaliers or something, right? Yeah. 
Wait, wasn't that a little kid? LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a different world, Carl. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guy that had the newscaster voice on the side of the road in Cleveland. Yeah, 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 right? that guy. Okay, mm-hmm. that's who you're talking about. Don LaFontaine is the, the movie guy. Good the movie know. trailer guy. Like, so all of the movies from our youth and Devin's infancy um, <laughs> have the same announcer. Mm-hmm. There was a wave in like the early 2000s, mid like 2000s that there was like suspense horror movies. Like what was Cry Wolf? Remember that one? Yeah. The Arnsky like, Mask. Yeah, it was like all like around that swim fan. Um, swim. Swim fan. swim fan comes up on this podcast more often than you would think. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, big time. <laughs> Like for five years, it comes up in like one third of the episodes. That's fantastic. Well, it's a very relatable movie. Well, that for that gen, like that was the first real chat room movie, right? Yeah. So, like, we were a generation of people, well, people that are now in their like mid 30s and lower 30s that, um, <laughs> shut up, Kim, <laughs> <laughs> um, that would, uh, you know, th- it was a real thing. Oh, you, these people on the internet don't aren't who you think they are. Da, da, da. Don't trust anyone in the chat room. And then like, yeah, really don't like have sex with the person you met in the chat room. I don't know, guys. And then she's going to kill everyone. And then she's a murderer. And now she, and then she was on Parenthood where she was the exact opposite. Until she committed adultery. Kind of. It was a kiss. It wasn't like they were sleeping together on Parenthood. Like, I mean, like they were kind of separated. So, like, their marriage was like kind of falling apart. So then the 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 dad that was on like the PG uh, PG whether were like kissed. I digress. Yeah, it was a great movie though. I remember watching it multiple times. Kim. Um, speaking of chat rooms, I know this is unrelated to movies, but like that does remind me of my, my childhood. Because my sister and I would go into random chat rooms and just write WWJD over and over and over again. Uh, and, and then we would, like, someone would end up kicking us out, right? Because you could kick out someone, like, look in the chat room. Um, yeah. And I, I can't even remember, like, what, what the subject was of the chat rooms. But, yes, chat rooms bring back my youth. And now looking, I mean, I, I wish I could. I, I guess, no, I don't wish I could go back into chat rooms. I'm good with chat rooms. Do you remember chat roulette? I was going to say chat um, roulette is still pretty dope. I may want to try that during this COVID thing. So chat roulette is still around, but it's not what it used. Like there's like, I feel like there's like a bunch of people watching. And as soon as one person gets reported, it's like, they've made it more, Hey guys, quit showing your wieners. We're actually here just to <laughs> well, talk. Cause that was the thing. Like every yeah. fourth roulette was going to be a dick. Yeah. yeah. That was like so, before Carl, people started dick picking people. They're just like, let's just stick pick everyone. Yeah, it's very easy to get kicked <laughs> off of there. So, Carl, how hard is it to get your penis by the censors now? <laughs> it's very hard. Like you have to, like you have to be like this. You have to be like, oh no, yeah, I'm gonna talk to somebody, have a nice conversation, and then boom, stand up, and then like you have to have it out already and ready yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to tell the person, hold on, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go grab a snack, and then you stand up. <laughs> there it is. I remember Ben Folds did a chat roulette and he recorded the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Saying and did chat rouletting like through and like singing songs. And then he'd get to like some like naked Russian guy. Huh. And he'd be like, I do not know who you are. 
<laughs> there was a guy who did it for a while who wore a wig and he would like wear a thong and he would like dance but like he was turned around so uh he would have a bra on and he'd take the bra off and go like this and then people would be like oh and then they'd turn around and he'd just be like this dude with a beard and the people would be like ah! and they'd like shut it i saw a tiktok of that today really yeah i love tiktok that kind of goes perfectly into our next topic <laughs> unless kim you had something you wanted to oh i just wanted to say that um I know a girl who knows a guy who met his girlfriend on chat roulette. Wow. It didn't work out, but um, she's here right now. Caitlin, get over here. Vouch for it, Caitlin. I think Kim broke her computer. She broke. Um, it's funny because my, my ex met somebody on chat roulette and was sending pictures to him overseas. So wow. chat roulette is done wonders. <laughs> For some people, I met my wife the old-fashioned way. Tinder, a groupie at a bit player oh. show, <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> Wait, oh, really? Man. Like she she came to a show and she was like, "I think you're funny, Jared." You've never heard the story before. No. I want to hear this again. I like this story. I'm sure this is the tenth time this has been told in this podcast. So my wife came to a bit player show at, um, with her friends from New Hampshire and Connecticut. Cause it was in between New Hampshire and Connecticut. Mm -hmm. They came to the show. Um, it was her friend's bachelorette party. And, uh, they were from new, they were all from New Hampshire originally. And I went to college in New Hampshire. So like I knew all the weird, like white trash stereotypes <laughs> intimately. <laughs> um, like, hell, how, how rich is your family? How many broken down cars do your dad have in the front yard? Because um, that's a sign of wealth in New Hampshire. <laughs> um, what's your reading level? Fifth? Oh my God, are you the poet laureate? Um, <laughs> so we'd make fun of we made fun of them like all night, and also um, our Stephanie's um, best friend was marrying the best man from her first wedding. Oh boy. So mm -hmm. it was like, it's a lot as an improv comedian, as we all are kind of, um, <laughs> that's a gold mine, a gold mine. So we just made fun of them all night and they thought we were funny. They came out to the karaoke with us afterwards and 10 years later. Love for your die, baby. Oh, <laughs> shit, that could have been our wedding hashtag. <laughs> Should have been. Jared, you're helping me with my wedding hashtag, right? We can't, like, Liz is like, no, we're not doing it. I was like, Jared's already on it. I've already, I've already decided. I'm not telling Liz until, like, two weeks before your wedding. Well, we know it already. Yeah, but I got you. Did I tell, <laughs> did I tell her? No, you, no, I told you because she. Yeah. Did I she, tell her? Yeah. Oh. She was there when we were discussing it. Oh, I thought that was a secret. No, she knows, and she's every time she's just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's well, happening. So if she already knows, let's like, spill the beans. What is it? Oh, so when I proposed to Liz at a Bruins game, as the classic, classy uh, Bruins fan I am, um, she, when I got down and showed her the ring, the only words out of her mouth were, shut the fuck up. So <laughs> our <laughs> hashtag is STFU2020. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. I think that's perfect. That's it's great. so perfect. I love it. She hates it, but like I honestly like I love hmm. it because when she gets really excited, that's usually what she that's her go to. She's like, she's oh, literally shut the fuck up. Like that's she's punched me and said that several times. She's like, yeah. boom, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's a different way than my wife hits me and tells me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think she's really yeah, mad. Yeah, Stephanie really turns her hips into it. Oh, she, she's she's got put some power in there. She's got like a Mike Tyson, right? Um, so, Dev, I guess we're moving on to you now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about quarantine playlists. Yeah. What are you listening to? What's yeah. what do you? Yeah, what are you gravitating towards? Yeah, you know, sim- sort of like you know, a similar you know, vein, you know, uh, uh, of what Brick was, you know, bringing up of you know, just because you know, we're obviously you know, we you know we have you know all this free time, you know, to a, to a degree. It was just consuming things, you know, movies, TV shows, and music. So, I mean, like, in my free time, you know, I mean, I've been playing a lot of music, uh, you know, working on my own music. Just a little quick plug for myself there. St. Shameless promotion, why not? My quick little verbal masturbation. Um, but, you know, I'm just curious in what everyone's been listening to. And, you know, not so, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, like, you know, these coronavirus themed or quarantine themed songs. But, you know, like, like for me, like, at the beginning, like, it's crazy. I mean, I've been in this for like going on four weeks now, you know, self-isolation. And at the, at the beginning of it, you know, I, I'm looking at my Spotify right now and what I was listening to at the beginning of all this, you know, I, I got in this weird phase where I only listened to Guided by Voices. And I was, nice. con- and, I, and I had this, I had this goal in mind. So Guided by Voices has about a hundred studio albums. Whoa. Robert Pollard has written about 2000 songs. And I was like, I'm gonna listen to every single Guided by Voices song. Here's the thing: every single Guided by Voices song is like a minute and a half. It's incredibly yep. attainable. You can do it in a day. That's how they record them too. So it's just like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So just I was, bang I was, out a minute and a half song. So I was, I was, I was listening to them, the beginning of it, and then recently, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my Spotify playlist right now on my computer. And then most recently, I've been listening to Brian Ferry and Roxy Music. I think with the with the weather, I'm feeling a little more moody and synthy. So I'm just curious what everyone's been listening to, if it's music, podcast, podcasts. You know what's what's been going on in your ears. Oh, first, um, I found myself within the past month listening to more. Um, like Mac Miller, like his new, like he had a new CD came out after. Mm-hmm he died at circles no uh is that what it's, yeah and yes. uh I've been, yeah i've been listening to that uh anderson pock and mm. um childish gambino and then like i have a playlist that just has a bunch of their music all mixed on and then with an occasional little at a dash of little dicky <laughs> which is so random to put on of all of is. those <laughs> but I, it's just been like really like just smooth, just kind of like it's it's more mellow than anything, except for the, the little dicky part. But like, it just wakes me up. Hmm. What do you listen to, Brick? You have a pretty cool musical taste. Uh, I might, but my answer will be pretty disappointing because uh, since quarantine, I feel like in my free time, I've wound up listening to some of the podcasts that would normally be my work rotation to kind of like keep. A sense of like what day of the week it is yeah. uh, and that kind of thing 
Um, and then also it, when I'm at home, if I do have music time, I've actually just been practicing on the keyboard myself. Nice. Uh, so oh. I think I've actually been listening to less music since the quarantine started than before. But that said, I've uh, found myself a lot of times when I'm cooking, pulling up uh, some uh, like a lot of old blues or, or uh, jazz. Yeah. Uh, I right before we all got locked down, had uh, taken a trip to New Orleans, so I kind of got that in my blood a little bit. So uh, if you need anything like that for what you're cooking, there's a, on Spotify a great playlist called uh, Scratchy Back Porch Blues. Nice. Uh, that's that's all really good stuff, and uh, I've also really enjoyed. Uh, I know I told you about it, Jared. Uh, Fritzl's yeah. European uh, uh, Jazz Pub. There's yeah, a, where we both went when we went to New Orleans yes. separately. Yeah, so I've been listening to that the actual house band there a lot too, and I've been really enjoying that. Um, really cool. Yeah, so that's that's been my my stuff, just kind of revisiting like really like background stuff that can kind of color my day. What was it called? Scratchy back porch blues. That's the one. Nice. I just wrote it down. So I'm looking for expand. How about you, Jared? Well, I made myself a Spotify playlist that's actually called the COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 19 songs, and I won't give you all 19. But nice. it goes in a bunch of different places. Um, yeah. uh, Deep River Blues by Doc Watson. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. Off by Prince. Um. Bad Bad Things by Andrew Jackson Jihad. Yeah. Other right. Mother by Tracy Bonham. Uh, Supernova by Liz Fair. New Faith by Slayer. And it goes <laughs> on and on and on. And then it goes into like some hardcore stuff and whatever. I just like... I, I, li- I like the Liz Fair into a Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to say Supernova Girl. Like from Xena 101. <laughs> Remember that Disney movie? <laughs> I mean Zoe 101. No, 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 Xenon. Oh, no, no, no. What was the shit? What was you're, the? You're confusing Zoe and Xenon Girl of the Future, or Girl of the Future. That's the one I'm thinking of. Xenon yeah. Girl of the Future. I see what you're saying. All right, let's try. Let's try that whole bit again, Carl. Yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> Jared, if I can, real quick, for the first time, I was thinking of Xenon Warrior Princess. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of Xerox. Uh... <laughs> so, what do you listen to, Dev? Yeah, so in the beginning, the beginning of it was you know all the guided by voices, and I'm looking because what what I do is I make a, every month I make a playlist, you know April 2020, March 2020, February, cool. you know all that. So I mean, they, so you know there hasn't really been a, a an intentional, you know, um, gravitation because of you know quarantine, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I I've, I've become obsessed in the past, you know. Uh, a couple of days with uh with dion he formerly of dion and the belmonts yeah oh like run around sue yeah the guy yeah the run around sue like that that guy he he did all these all these albums after dion the dion and the belmonts were like a doo-wop group you know huge in the in the 50s you know and then afterwards he you know he went solo and that's where it just shit went crazy with his life you know it, it, and he has this album called kicking around that came in that was recorded in 65 it was supposed to be his bob dylan album never was released then it was released years later and the other one is uh dion album born to be with you fantastic album it was recorded in the early 70s it was supposed to be his comeback album he recorded it with phil specter who was fully fully Murdering people <laughs> yeah fully embracing <laughs> what phil specter became you know 
and, and you know Phil Spector like he he found he found who he was you know he was like he's like fuck the wall of sound I'm gonna carry a gun everywhere now and that was like and so this album was never released and it was just disappeared you know but it was like this legendary album then it was released you know like finally released like seven years ago or something and it's just a great album it's just like this incredible like 70s pop you know like the wall of sound like some like Leonard Cohen type songs you know these big horns and I've just been obsessed with that and you know just of, of you know I've, I've been researching not you know just reading up on all these crazy Phil Spector stories you know the guy was what, a genius can you say the name of the album again born to be with you by Dion D-I-O-N fantastic found it yeah I'm gonna yeah. definitely gonna check that out that's yeah, great it, it's fantastic and you know you, you hear all, all these crazy stories about Phil Spector you know he was just drunk and high the whole time waving his gun around and and then he tried to he tried to bury this whole he tried to bury this album he called it funeral music damn and then he buried it and then yeah decades later it you know Dion was able to release it because of like a lawsuit or something probably because Phil Spector you know went went to jail <laughs> you know for murder <laughs> yeah it's it's easier to get your shit back when someone murders someone yeah, there's there's this any, motherfucker uh, is 80 years old and he looks incredible Oh, you look at Dion? Yeah, he looks great. Man. He, he, he looks like, I saw like a picture of him, like, open while ago, you know, he used to be like this, you know, good looking, charming guy. And, and now he just has like a soul patch and wears like those like weird, those weird like, um, like Kangol berets. Yeah, Kangol berets, like Josh Murphy type hats or Kangol's. And he just like looks like a guy that you, that you would see just shredding at like an empty bar. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you walk into a bar and, and this guy's just shredding. And you're like, who was that guy? And you're like, you don't know, you know, Watermelon Dave, you know, or some like crazy nickname. You know, that's what, you know, that's what he looks like. But he's, I he's, think the name of this podcast is going to be Watermelon Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know Watermelon Dave? You know, Watermelon he has Dave? six million plays on his number one song on Spotify. Watermelon Dave, he, he, has, he only has six fingers. <laughs> And he, and he plays the blues guitar, you know, like some, some weird legend like that, you know, like. He has six fingers on one hand and just a palm on the other. <laughs> <laughs> he has all 10 fingers, but it's in a weird distribution. Uh. <laughs> He's called Watermelon Dave, but he really likes cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> he sold his soul to the devil for a watermelon and then learned guitar separately. It had nothing to do with music. <laughs> <laughs> he was just really hungry. And thirsty. <laughs> he's, he's from he's from Tucson, Arizona, like the deep south, deep south Tucson, like <laughs> the south. I guess technically that is the deep south. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's close to the deep point. southwest. Deep southwest. But oh yeah, this guy. Anyways, Dion, fantastic album, and just yeah, check it out. That's what I've been listening to, and just I've been listening to the whole Phil. I've been listening to the whole Phil Spector catalog. And just trying to find the moment in the songs where Phil, where Phil Spector decided he was going to murder someone. Oh, this is it. I found <laughs> it. <laughs> so what's your approach, Devin? Are you just putting on some Dion and just sitting back quietly and zenning out on it? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I, 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 just, I just usually just sit and listen to it because, you, know, you know, just to sit and listen, you know, try to get some ideas for, for my own songs or just, you know, when I'm reading or doing some work, you know, I, I have some, some work to do still. So I just put it on, but 
I mean, mostly it's just great just to put on while, while you're cooking or while you're just hanging out doing nothing in the background. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon you, you stop doing the thing you're supposed to do and just listen to this instead. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that kind of album where you just like become so hooked on like these crazy, like, you know, these great horns and like all the lyrics back then were just, there was no subtlety in the lyrics, which I mm-hmm. love. There was no, there's no imagery. It's just like, I left you, I loved you, then you left me. And you're like, I think I know what happened to this in this song. <laughs> why I think I so know why you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no like, like, you know, you're like those songs, like you're cheating heart. It's like, you cheated on me. I think I got it. You know, this is. Yeah. Like cold, cold heart. <laughs> oh, she's got a cold, cold heart. <laughs> got it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no like twisted analogies. It's like, no. You know, it's like they just straight up say like cocaine back then, you know. Yeah. The bird. <laughs> Can I cage? <laughs> it's it's an allegory for the old South. Um all right, so we're at the end of the podcast. This is where we quit our bits in. Um so one thing that we has stuck in our craw, one thing we cannot stop thinking about. And you don't have to want to stop thinking about it, but it's just Where's your head at? Carl, what can you not stop bitsing about? Um, uh, my big thing right now is, and I don't mean to sound over dramatic, but my, my hair is getting longer. And I, I, I know, sorry, Jared. Uh, Tell me about hair. <laughs> it's the stuff that usually... Non-bat category. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to grow on your head. Um, sorry, Brick. Um, and Jared. Oh, I'm cool. Uh, I can grow way more hair than Jared. Oh, perfect. All right. Um, <laughs> I've, fuck, actually, <laughs> I've actually, I've actually been while he's down. <laughs> I've actually been debating, and I know it's a really bad idea. I've actually been debating on giving myself a haircut. Um, I have clippers, and I'm like, I think I can do this, <laughs> but I'm not quite a hundred percent confident. With my skills. Just take the guard off the trimmer and just push it to your scalp and let it slide across. That's what I actually I kind of want to do that. Just to do, do it. it. You got time to or grow Let's do it. I don't think Liz will want to do it. Ask well, your you can do, ask, you can do it ask, solo. Ask your fiance if she'll shave you. Liz, will you shave my head? She said no. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, it's no it. haircuts, no barbers, no nothing. Yeah, you're on your own. Kimmy, what are you bitsing about? Um, well, before I start bitsing, I just want to uh, say that Devin, um, one of my playlists um, for uh, my my Spotify COVID list involves a song by Alien Ant Farm, which I don't know whether to be embarrassed about or um, I should kept that to myself. But but anyhow, moving on, I'm I'm bitsing about. Um, how going to the grocery store has become like a big outing. Like I find myself like putting on way more makeup than I already do when I already wear a ton. So like just going to the grocery store, like it is like the new going out about town. Um, and Gotta also put on my Sunday thing. best. <laughs> exactly. Um, and also one more thing, um, a, a good trick I learned was when you're like picking out fruit, uh, produce you should put like the, the bags on your hands like doggy bags so you don't like touch all the stuff so you can just like pick it up and you know whoop, tie it up actually not a bad idea you're welcome it's pretty good yeah i i feel you because my wife and i got dressed up yesterday to take the dog for a walk 
Did you stop by the house? What? Did you walk by her house? No, we took her. We took her to Portsmouth, parked the car, and then walked over the bridge to Tiverton. Nice. Did you say hi to Chase? No. (laughs) (laughs) Were you matching? Uh, we're usually matching because like everything I own is black. I mean, you and the dog. Oh yeah, (laughs) we're always matching. Um, we even lick our asses at the same time. Brick, what can you not stop bitching about? Uh, okay, so I mentioned revisiting movies and watching a lot of movies in quarantine. Uh, so in relation to that, I've been using this website called Letterboxd, which lets you kind of catalog different movies you've seen, make lists of movies you do want to see, things like that. And so because of that, I've been reading a lot of other people's comments on movies. So what I'm bitching about is people going into something that's supposed to be uh, enjoyment or arti- something you enjoy or something artistic and going in with a cynical mindset. Like I've seen mm. a lot of people who will be like, review a movie and give it a shitty response. But then like at the end, they'll be like, and I don't even really like movies like this. And I think it's not fair to take something inside the context of what it's supposed to be. If you don't like a horror movie and you watch a horror movie and you don't like it, that's not because it's bad at what it's trying to do. It's because it's not for you. And mm-hmm. so what I'm bitching about is people being cynical in the way that they approach art. If you go into something with an open mind, you can make yourself like something you might have suspected you never would. So mm-hmm. be positive and, and be about enjoy, enjoying things. So positive. I like that. I like that. What's it called? Letterbox? It's letterboxed. So it's like letterbox and then a D at the end. Okay. Letterboxed. I'll send you a link offline if you want. Yeah. And you can look at what your friends are watching too, so. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, what I can't stop bitching about is, and I'm not, it's not specifically about politics, Uh-oh. but today, to date ourselves, Bernie Sanders endorsed Joe Biden for president mm-hmm. and Bernie Twitter, or supposed Bernie Twitter, people that align themselves with Bernie, or had previously went nuts like saying that he's betrayed them he was fake and he's a snake now and all this other horrible shit and you know it's it's it, the reason it bothers me is because like do you really care about the movement or not because right if you really don't want Trump to be president anymore why are you picking a fight with everybody that's on your side? Like it's that you, same cynicism. It's the same cynicism. Like you don't they really care about wanted. it. Mm-hmm. You don't really care about it. Like, like you don't have to like Joe Biden. No one's telling you you have to like Joe Biden. But if you believed in Bernie Sanders until today, and you thought he was right, like then now he's fake. Right. Like, there's a lot of things you can say about Bernie Sanders. He's but he's a very real guy. You know, he's very straight. He's been the same dude for 40 years probably 78 <laughs> and um but his political opinions have been basically the same for 40 years so did he change because he decided he wants to make donald trump go away I and mean, it seems right. like it it, the, it seems like you're picking the fight with the wrong people like the change would be if he dropped out of the race and that said you know what i'm endorsing trump yeah that would be the change that's a betrayal but like, so I don't get it. I don't, it just bothers me. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but like, that's what's been bothering me all day because I went too far in Twitter. 
And it's a tough time to go down that road, Jared. It's a very tough time to emotionally expose yourself like that. Yeah, and I love Bernie Sanders. This is not like anti-Bernie at all. Like, it right, is, this is uh, the people reacting. Yeah, it's just the reaction where it's just like, you don't really care about what's happening if like now you're done. Right, it's like I was rooting for three scoops of ice cream, but now that everyone is, is just going down to a half scoop of ice cream, I'm going to vote for a bowl of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> so Devin, what can you not qu- bring us home? What can you not stop bitsing about? There's so many things, Jared. There's so many, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of Carl the haircut. You know, <laughs> uh, I, 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 the, the problem is though, the difference is though, uh, I have a lot more hair. That's true. And yeah, then, you know, you're not, a shaggy not, dog. Yeah, not, not to take away from your plight, Carl. It's pretty um, even. It's pretty even, Devin. I would say. Yeah, this down it's 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 got, it's past my neck in the back, but you're yeah. at like at like eagles Pony roadie tail. in the seventies like, level look, right now. Like, give it like an it, it, give it the rest of quarantine. I'm gonna come out of this looking like David Cassidy. Um, <laughs> but I remember like March March fifteenth, Sunday March fifteenth, after our last bit player show. Uh, I'm I'm in Providence and it was a Sunday. I was like, you know what? I should get a haircut soon. Starting a little shaggy. And I was like, eh, I'll do it next weekend. And then I get an email saying, quarantine yourself, self-isolate. And that was a month ago. And, <laughs> and it was a month ago. And I was like, shit. Now I'm like, shit, I should have just done it. I should have just pulled the trigger. And I was like, you know what? My hair looks good today. I'll give it another week. And here we are. You know, uh, my hair is getting long. And I'm, I'm getting closer to, 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 to buzzing, just to, just to shaving it all off. I did that once before uh, years ago. I shaved my head and I'm getting, I'm feeling it, feeling it creeping up. And can I throw an alternative option out there? Please. Uh, you want to grease that stuff straight back. Like you're a martial, like a, like a villain in a eighties mar- martial arts movie, like just straight back <laughs> all the way to you. So you can get to the point where you get the ponytail, but the kind that's just like a nub with a little rubber band around the end of it, just sticking right. out like a pig's tail at the end. Right. You can go with that one. They, they call it the hot cigar. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> the sexy cigar. <laughs> Never mind. Never I'm mind. Either, the, I'm the either, episode is hot cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm either doing, I'm either just going to buzz my whole head, like Devin said, or I'm just going to bring back the man bun and buzz the sides and see what oh, happens. Oh, please don't. Do it. That, it's that not a good I look should. for you. It's not a good look for you. I thought it was a pretty good look. That's how I yeah. met Liz. Amy, what's up? You know, the last time I saw you in the man button was like your second audition for the bit players. No, it was was my third. I got in. I got in with the man bun, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I voted for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I played all of you. I had a hat on. Uh, I showed up to the first rehearsal with the man bun. You guys are like, what did we do? Yeah. Sorry, give me Um, that. Since I'm on a real 2000s kick, like 90s kick these days, um, I think you guys should both get a, a like a bowl cut, a mushroom cut, and see no. who can rock it better. Like so much so that it, like curls, you know, like underneath, you know, just bring it back. Like a full like Lawrence Brothers. Kimmy. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, Kimmy. What's Throw the? Back there. Say that again, Devin. What's the 90s? <laughs> uh, uh, the decade you were born, you asshole. That's it's when your parents met. You'll understand one day. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Bits Per Second Bit Players Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Carl. Tim. 
I'm Devin. I'm Kim. I'm still Thanks Tim. for listening. You were the last one, Kim. Why were you waiting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to I'm interrupt awkward. somebody. I'm not used to people talking.